0: Snap Production.
1: Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yulukut Wollum clan of the Boon Wurrung who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.
0: Welcome to the Pod, your DM on the stuff that matters. One,
1: two, three, four. Hello, Lawsie. Hello. We have an episode today, don't we? We do have an episode. I mean, that would be concerning if we didn't. What else would
0: we have? (laughs) (laughs) You've come on here, you've pressed play, and we are bringing you an episode. Who would have known? You should be so lucky. No, what you meant to say, maybe, is that we've got an awesome episode.
1: I was missing the... uh... What's the word? Describing word. What's it called? (laughs) Adjective? Adjective. Adjective. I was missing that. Anyway, our guest today, Millie Ford. Oh, Millie Ford. And I'm sure you all know exactly who we're talking about. And if you don't, you will after this chat. And also, (laughs) you You should go check out her content. (laughs) She is so... Funny, so funny. One of the best TikTok... Well, actually, I think she was yeah, actually awarded she, the best TikToker she's in Australia, funny, yep. right? Um, but I actually... One of my personal faves, and she honestly got me through lockdown with a lot of her content. Very, very funny. The kind of content she does is point of view, where she kind of puts or herself POV. as a... Or POV. POV. Uh, where she's like a character, a mm-hmm. bit of improv characters. So she has these different characters, and she often does these scenarios that are so relatable, I think, to anyone who grew up in Australia because it could be something from, like, an Australian primary school or an Australian high school.
2: I'm sorry, guys. No, stop, please. Why are we packing up? Yeah, I know the bell's rung, but the bell does not dismiss you. I do.
1: Or it could be like JB Hi-Fi. We
2: don't have any left in stock, but it says here the chats would have one. So I would cite today if you guys want one because it will go.
0: Here's over 1.4 million followers on TikTok, so likely. You have seen her content before. She was also on Beauty and the Geek this year. She was in the stand series Bump, mm-hmm, which we love. Yes. She's wonderful.
1: She is wonderful. She's she's awesome. And we wanted to talk to her because we find it so fascinating. TikTok is obviously new and so her fame is new. And it's a lot to kind of go from, you know, what she was doing prior to being known by 1.4 million people. Mm. Millie has also got her own podcast, Out of Character, with Millie on Spotify, but here is our chat with Millie.
2: Oh my gosh, the absolute chaos to get me here this morning. The visitor (laughs) sticker still on, like that's coming off, bye, see ya. (laughs) See ya. I have had the most stressful morning getting here, just all self-inflicted as well. So I hope you guys are doing better than me. (laughs) Um.
0: also, hi, it's so nice to, um. I, 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 I was like to say, obviously we haven't met, but it's like, I feel like we know you in a creepy way.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I feel the same way about you, like both of you, because I've been following for, you for years Aww. and it's so crazy as well that like, it's like works both ways. I'm yeah. just like, whoa, yeah. I feel like I've been following you guys. You guys have been following me and like. We've never actually properly met. Yeah. So it's so lovely. Hi. Thanks for having me on the
1: show. <laughs> so Millie, you got me through <laughs> lockdown. I think you're so entertaining oh and goodness, honestly, you. So you have absolutely blown up on TikTok, Millie. So tell us a little bit about that. When did you actually start posting and
2: when you did, did you envision that you would grow as much as you have? Oh my gosh. Absolutely not. Like I can't even explain to you guys how much as has changed my life in a way that I never could have imagined. Um, So a little bit of background on me. I was working in marketing and socials, actually. I was working at MTV and that was an awesome, fun job, you know, in the entertainment industry. So I actually was kind of looking after the socials and this new TikTok kind of platform came up end of 2019. And then, you know, the big dogs are like, what's TikTok? We need to get on TikTok. Like, what is this? Millie, can you explore it? And like, I was the young kind of like, Zellennial that had been employed to like look after the socials, you know, like when there's like a bit of an age gap and yeah. I'm like the young one in the office. So I'm getting around it and just posting for a few months and building up the profile. And basically that was just getting me really familiar with the platform and I ended up just getting really addicted to it. And so I started my own page and for the first year was posting random like little musings and thoughts that I had. And um, nothing really blew up that much. I think I did. You know what I did do? The first one to ever blow up was I was quoting something from Some High's High. Thai. It was Jamae. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that was yeah. the one. I think that's what made me follow you. Oh my gosh, no way. like, that was for me, that was like my humor and I was just like lip syncing and that was kind of it. And then later on, I, it wasn't until 2021, February um i posted my first i guess pov style video which is kind of i think what people know me for and that's where it all started to take off so before that i didn't have much of a following even though i had been on the platform for over a year and then <laughs> the first video that i ever did was pov you bump into that condescending girl from high school who still thinks she's better than you <laughs> um and this was based on a true story that happened to me i didn't think twice i didn't think anyone was going to relate I was kind of like, lol, this is just me wanting to be a bit of a bitchy girl for fun. Like, just kind of (laughs) acting. You know what I mean? And I, I did the whole like, hi, Millie. Because the thing was, I did the POV as though the viewer was watching it, but I was talking to Millie, like myself, because I'd experienced it. Yeah. And so I was like, Millie, like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you shopped here. Like, I thought you shopped there. That's so random that you like are into fashion now. Like, (gasps) it was like that vibe. And that one blew up. And, People no just wonder. Commenting being like, I relate. Like this, I yeah. know the person you're talking about. I was like, wait, have we all experienced the same thing? And from there, people were giving me suggestions, and that's when it all started kind of happening, and new characters were introduced. And yeah, that's kind of how it all started. Do oh. so. you think she saw your video? Look, I don't know if this girl knows it was about her. That's the thing. Oh, I because changed. that's the thing with the mean girls, they have zero self awareness. <laughs> it's so They're true. Be like, it's <laughs> not me. I have no idea. <laughs> and also, I didn't specify, like, I changed some of the details about when yeah. I bumped into her and. I played around with it a little bit because I didn't want to embarrass her. But I just thought it was just a classic moment. And then I, that was the moment I realized we all have lived the same life. Like no one's had an original experience. (laughs)
1: So So, true. Some (laughs) of the characters you play, honestly, just take me back so much. And I feel like that must be a common thread of the feedback you get from from your fans is that it's
2: like this nostalgic feel good content. The nostalgia is like Honestly, I feel that feeling. When I think yeah. of an idea, it like fills my body. I, I, I'm literally like, oh, there's an idea. And it, <laughs> like I'm overcome with this thing. I have to film that right now. I think my favorite one is the
0: one you did about that. I was like, oh, my God, I remember this. When you went to your rich friend's house after school. Oh. <laughs> And oh. and it was and like that they had snacks.
2: Yeah. And like water wasn't the only drink yes. choice. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it's always like the snacks that they had in their pantry. Like you they were could always packaged. Just tell. They're, they're yeah, fancy, yeah. Natural, like healthy snacks as well. Or they had or even the sweet ones, but those kids never wanted the sweet ones. They yes. always wanted the bland, boring because stuff. They had it
0: on option at all times. Yes. Yeah. But then when I went to a, a like a rich friend's house, i be like, oh my god, but you have roll-ups, and they're like, yes, yeah, but it's always. And I'm like, oh my god, I've never, I've never held one in my hands. Oh, you would have <laughs> loved. I
1: mean, I wasn't, I wasn't rich, but you would have loved you had my pantry. good mandatory. snacks. My my, my best <laughs> mate, Math, used to always. We used to walk home. From school together, and every day she'd come into mine and have a few snacks. Oh my gosh!
2: The roll ups—that's a throwback. I wasn't allowed roll ups because like bad for your teeth and all of that. Yeah, bad for your teeth. Yeah. You know what? Also, is like a good thing. I really need to do a video on is like just I remember lunchbox kind of competition, and just like assessing everybody's lunchboxes, and you could see some people were given like ten snacks, (laughs) and like some people like two snacks. Some people like barely had any food and like, no, nah, I'm not hungry. And then some people brought down like massive lunch boxes and you'd all sit around and there's something <laughs> about like mums packing the best lunch for their kids. Yeah. And and then oh, the ones so that got the
0: money on a Friday to have a lunch, a lunch and like, order that was just normal for them, and I remember yes. I just got it once a term. That was the one only time I was allowed to get a lunch order, and I yep. was like, yeah. And you and I remember just every Friday being so jealous of everyone. and they would like they didn't even appreciate it because it was just like normal yes. to have lunch money.
1: That was me. I didn't oh, appreciate I it. Like,
0: I had it weekly. <laughs> oh, imagine like how it would be to have like lunch money every week.
2: Like, yeah did you guys do down in Melbs <laughs> did you have the brown paper bags yes. and you write on yeah. it right on order. In the order Yes yeah So it's the same everywhere cuz yeah. I need to do a video on that as well because it's iconic I remember going through the lunch order menu mm-hmm. like writing down hmm, what am i going to get and then totaling it and there was like you know you get like 2 minute noodles or yeah. um like the hot boy. food Sunny yes. boy What about
0: you know what my favorite <laughs> thing at the school canteen was what? Did you have frozen milk cartons and they cut the top open and then you ate ate it out like No, a, we had no. frozen
2: pineapple
1: though. There was like frozen, <laughs> yes,
2: frozen pineapple. Yeah. the frozen OJs. We had the frozen OJs. And you'd
1: sit there scraping it. So
2: we had so that you, milk version. So that's like a... <gasps> Make your own sunny boy out of whatever yeah. liquid you want. It was like called an OJ cup, and everybody would like buy one at the beginning of lunch <laughs> and just sit there scraping <laughs> oh <my> god, it. <laughs> that's so funny. And you'd just sit there scraping it out like ice. Like that it it the hot like girl that snack. Yeah. Oh my god, that is so
1: funny. <laughs> yes.
2: I, uh, didn't I didn't have the milk one though. Was that like kind of I an, an ice one. cream style? Yeah, yeah, well, it's the breaker is the brand. It's, okay. still in the supermarket.
0: it's just like chocolate oh. milk frozen.
1: Yum. that amazing. Probably going to go and do that at home. (laughs) (laughs) But Millie, when it comes to these videos, is this how you come up with it? Do ideas just come up like that and then you hold on to them? And what do you do with that? Like, do you write it down? Do you have like a screenplay? Do you talk to anyone? Like, we'd love to know
2: your process. Yeah, like I feel like at the beginning it was very much so scattered. Like, seriously, I was just at home. I was in lockdown as well, working from home. I would find time in my day to film. If I had an idea, I would quickly write it in my notes. But generally, I like to film it straight away because I feel like I really like filming as soon as I have the idea because I've got the energy to do it. I'm inspired and it often comes across exactly how I want it. Whereas mm. if I write it down, And I come back and I'm like, wait, what does, what was I talking about when I wrote lunch box competition? Like, I'd be like, what does that mean? And so you kind of have all the inspo in that moment. So very much at the beginning, I was doing it like whenever I had the idea and I was, it's pretty much all been improv. Like I feel a few times I might've scripted stuff if I'm working with a brand or, Mm. I mean, yeah, to be honest, I don't really script it much just because I feel like it, comes across more authentically when it's improv. But what I mean by improv is I'll do the first take completely rogue, like just ad lib, whatever I can think of. I'll watch it back and I'll be like, hmm, that bit can change. That bit can change. Let's go again. And I'll keep doing that until I get the best possible outcome. But often it's the first one or two that are actually the best because it's the most real. So I end up going for those. But I have recorded up to 30 takes of some drafts like or some videos that like made it and it's so interesting to see the process from or the progress I guess from the first one and then how it's built up to the 30th one by the 30th one there is kind of a bit of a script that I'm following Mm -hmm. which I didn't necessarily write down but I'm just kind of memorizing how the scene goes So that's kind of how it works. I'll just get an idea and like turn on the camera. But I will say my notes pad like on my phone is chock-a-block with Mm. ideas. And I've kind of categorized them mum TikToks, teacher TikToks, relatable, like employees. And I'll just like jot them down whenever I can because sometimes it won't be a fully thought out idea. It'll just be a blip of an idea and then I need to come back to it.
0: Has your process changed from when you first started to now? Because I feel like, especially with social media, and it's kind of how ha- with TikTok, mm. I don't really care what I post on there. It's I don't really, I don't overthink it because I don't, no one really, I don't have a lot of followers on there, right? So it's like, yeah, whatever, it'll be fine. And then obviously, that content is the content that always does best because you're not overthinking it. You're not like in your own head being like, oh, I've got this pressure to live up to, you know, X, Y, and Z. But obviously, with you, you are a huge TikTok star and <laughs> you you won TikToker of the year. Yes? Yes. Yes, yes you did. Yeah, yeah. did. So you just like, you are the best. So oh, how, how God. have you worked through that from when you first started and, you know, you were just putting the videos out there and no one was really seeing them to now, do you feel pressure that like you have to live up to your last video?
2: How do you work through that? Oh my gosh, this is a great question. I literally like, I'm still working through it. Mm. Honestly, I don't think that there's been a time. I will say when I started out, like you said, Laura, like, you know, when you don't feel like there's anyone really following you and there's no standard that you set for yourself, there was no pressure. I was posting whatever I thought of. I didn't really care if it got 10 likes or 10,000 likes. It didn't really matter to me. Anything was kind of great to me. And then I suppose when things started to, to take off, And everyone was in their houses on their phones, an excessive amount, glued to their screens, liking everything. Screen time was up. There was so much engagement and traffic to my page that the numbers were just astronomical in a sense that, like, I couldn't even really process what was going on. Like, I couldn't, I didn't even know what 1 million Mm. people looked like. Like, I just didn't get it. And so, throughout lockdown, like, that was quite consistent. There was a lot of traffic coming through and I was growing and I had so many ideas churning out and I was posting everything and anything. And then I think it probably hit me (laughs) when I got to like, or when I quit my job, Mm. um, because I realized I could go full time. That was just before we went into lockdown. So that would have been May last year. I was like, wow. Okay. I'm doing this full time now. (laughs) This is like just slightly more serious. And I, I think there was a little bit of pressure there, but still I felt like I had so much to explore. Mm. I didn't really overthink at that point. I was just, I'm just going to keep posting. I'm just going to keep posting. And then once I left lockdown, I actually had hit like a million followers and I literally, I basically entered lockdown unknown and then left with a big following. And I was like, whoa, I don't know what to do with this. And I remember there was a time when I hadn't posted for a week and I was so stressed. I was like, I I can't think of anything. I have the worst Mm. creative block ever. And the reason that I had that was because I was overthinking every single idea that came in because I thought, hang on, like I need to live up to all of these other videos, the success of all my videos. And naturally, as we came out of lockdown, people were off their phones, they were getting out. And to be completely honest, like I definitely saw some shift in like behavior online and, you know, there were different trends and there were more creators and you kind of start to question yourself. You're like, oh my gosh, like, what am I doing? Don't overthink it. Okay. I've, I've got to try and keep up with everything. And so there was this burst of engagement and then everyone kind of went back to their lives and I was like trying to be consistent. And I think I just really had to sit with myself and just be like, okay, what, well, like, what are your, what do you know? Do what you know, do what comes naturally to you. And then fast forward to now, like I have just been through a period where I have had probably the worst, 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 worst creative block of my whole like TikToking career. (laughs) (laughs) And I just was feeling so down about it, like mentally not great because Mm. I started to place so much self-worth on the numbers. And I was like, if I'm not getting the numbers, that means my content's not good. And that means that no one likes me. And that means I'm becoming irrelevant and... Oh my gosh, I'm I'm falling off. It's I'm in my flop era. Like, oh my gosh, like no one's engaging. And when I say no one's engaging, you look back at the numbers and I'm like, what do you mean? Mm. Like, you're just saying no one's engaging because your videos aren't getting 500,000 likes. Like, shut up. Mm. Like, it's it, I was getting so detached from it all. And then I was looking at a video that in my eyes was like not as good, but it was still performing so well. And so I just kind of was like, like I had to just come back to myself and just be like, all right, Millie, like, what do you want to create? Like what do you want to create? Stop trying to please everybody and anybody and the people in your head that you think are judging you or whatever it is. And I realized my best work comes from like my own personal experiences and just niche moments that I don't think are relatable, but they actually are. And so I just started posting again lots of random little relatable moments that I didn't think people were going to relate to. And then we're back up again. And then it's just like been such a wave. And the pressure is always there. Like it definitely is for me. It's just knowing how to deal with it and not listening to that negative little voice in the back of my head being like, you're in your flop era or like, no one likes you anymore. Like that's not it. It's just, I've got to constantly evolve and adapt And also stay true to myself in that as well. It's been such a massive journey, though. Like, I don't feel like anyone really gets told how to do this job. I feel like you Mm -mm. both would understand that. And yeah, just learning how to deal with it, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's a different time now to when I suppose Laws and I jumped on social media and things like Instagram kind of blew up. In a similar way, though, I think when we both started to take it more seriously, there's no doubt we had. Even family and friends, but like outsiders, just kind of make a mockery of it being our career for a long period of time. And I wonder. I mean, I feel like now when it's happening, I think people are getting so to true, know but then they come and back understand. and they're like, "Oh yeah, like it's good yeah. you took that seriously, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I feel like people are now seeing like what it actually can do for people <laughs> in in their career and everything. Have you had that judgment, or is it different now? And mm. you've you've actually just been celebrated for for everything that you've done.
2: Look, I think, you know what's crazy? When I left high school, I was making videos with my friend on Facebook, Mm -hmm. and they were essentially like, I guess, TikToks without even being TikToks. Like, TikTok wasn't around. This was like 2015, and we were just making little skit videos. And I remember thinking, oh, this could actually be something. And I remember feeling so embarrassed and so like, I think this would have been around the time both of you guys were starting to to kind of blow up. Yeah, and I remember seeing so many influencers that are huge today and thinking like, oh, they're amazing. They've killed it. They're like, that's it. But I remember feeling so self-conscious as well about it. And I was like, I'd love to do what they're doing and good on them because I was always championing them. But I felt like people in high school would be like, oh, like, how are your little videos mm-hmm, going? Mm-hmm. Like your little Facebook videos, Millie? Like, how are they? People like people put would little say that. They put little yeah. in front of, or oh, you're yeah. cute. cute,
1: or you're, yes, yes, so they cute. do. Yeah. Like, oh, how so are your little Facebook videos
2: going with your little friend?
1: Yeah.
2: Like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so that kind of turned me off. Yeah.
1: And I was like, mm. oh,
2: but then me and my friend, we were trying to make this work. And the thing is, most people really enjoy the videos. and. Mm. I think we gave him like a thousand likes something on a Facebook page, which at that the time was, was, was like so yeah. big for us. And then that ended up not working out just because I'm still like, she's still my best friend, but um we decided not to like continue making them. And so people were like, no, you should have, you should have done it. But there was a little voice in my head and I don't think I was quite ready to do it then. I don't think I had the confidence to. And then fast forward to now, I think it's just been so much easier to pursue because it has been a little bit more normalized. Mm-hmm. And, So in a sense, I feel like I've felt both of them. I felt a little bit self-conscious when Mm. I first started back then, but then starting a year and a bit ago, don't get me wrong, still felt a little bit self-conscious. was a little bit nervous for people to find out at first because, you know, what if I wasn't funny? What if it was cringe? What if people were judging me? And then I think it got to a point where I was like, I don't care anymore. Like I'm happy with like how things are going and in my eyes, I think it was doing really well. And so I was like, if they're going to be jealous of that, or they're going to judge me for that, then that's their problem. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. And so, you know, that was my approach to it. And I think that that kind of me relaxing a little bit more and just posting whatever I wanted and not really caring, probably added a little bit to it as well. Mm -hmm. I think that actually was probably the best thing I did. Love that.
0: And before we go, yeah. We had to do one scenario. You're improving. Oh. We're testing yeah. your we ha- improv oh, skills. So test. Okay. So we're not testing. Well, we're just experiencing it we? ourselves. We're being a bit <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Okay. So okay. I'm go. okay. Steph has a scenario for I you. I do, I do, I do. And we would love for you to come back as you do.
1: And this is, so my scenario okay. is your teacher, your, your teacher <laughs> character. So that is okay. who you will be. Okay. So this is what's happened. I've just walked into class with a face full of makeup. Be more oh. act. Be more into it. Like but you can't lie. Sc- it's a scenario. I've just walked into class. With okay. A full, okay. I've just walked <laughs> into class with a full face of makeup at a strict Catholic school. The hem on my skirt has been taken up a little bit too much, and my hair has pink dye in it. I'm also chewing
2: on a chewy, and I have headphones in. Go. Okay. <clears throat> um. Sorry, Seth. Whoa, whoa. Stop. Please, right there. Okay. What's going on with you? Okay. Look at you. This isn't the uniform. Guys, guys, this isn't the uniform. Actually, Steph, can you come to the front, please? (laughs) please. Spit that chewing gum out right now. Put it in the bin right now. (laughs) Okay, girls, why are you giggling? This isn't (laughs) a joke. Okay. You've got way too much makeup on. Okay, guys, I'm actually going to use Steph as an example. Okay. (laughs) This is not on. All right. You guys all know the rules and this is happening way too often. Okay. You've got way too much. You need to go to the office right now and get a makeup wipe, please. But Miss, okay? I
1: like makeup.
2: No, 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 no. I don't care, girls. Okay. The school rules are the school rules. Okay. And that skirt is way too short. All right. It has to be at the knee. Okay. So go speak to, to Mrs. Munns in the office, please. Okay, she you get a, a makeup white you might have to call your mum as well. This happened this is the third time it's happened this week. <laughs> we is we're gonna have to make
0: an example out of sense
2: yes and you're standing there like oh cringe you are I got so to, I used, we used to wear makeup all the time we weren't allowed to but we i was like i don't care i'm wearing makeup like <laughs> yeah. until you take me tell me to take it off
1: and oh. i i would hike my skirt up and i had my t yeah. bars undone and everything i broke all the rules <laughs> well thank you for that millie that was so fun i so, felt like i was like in one of your... I feel oh like that, the, that was like a, like a bucket experience.
0: list moment. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. Thank you very much. Now, everyone, obviously, you're listening to this. You you listen to that scenario. you heard the talent. You, you're like, I want to hear more. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone who's listening has already, is already well following aware Emily, already are. loves all your videos. But if you have been living under a rock, <laughs> if you want more of that, we can find you on TikTok, on Instagram, and then also your podcast, which is called Out of Character with Millie on Spotify, which is wonderful. Yes. Which you with your cousin, so please yes. listen, everyone. Yes. You are so, so great.
2: Thank you so much for me. Honestly, it's actually such an honor to be here and a pinch me moment too, oh. because like I've literally been following you both for years, oh. like since high school, years. Oh. So it's a pinchy moment. It's it's awesome to like finally oh, properly yeah. meet you both.
0: Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you would like to get involved, email us a voice memo, we would love that, to podcast at keepitcleaner.com.au.
1: And if you want to find out more about Kick or see more of us, you can check us out on socials at keepitcleaner at laura.henshaw at Steph Clare Smith on Instagram. And if you'd like to follow us on TikTok, our handle is Kik, that's K-I-C. You can also download the Kik app from the Apple or Google Play Store and check out more about Kik at keepitcleaner.com. We'll be back on Monday. Bye!